incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. everybody and welcome to episode 48 of the latest ps5 we're so close to episode 50 unbelievable mm. my name is sunny sangera and i'm joined once again for the 48th time actually more if you count latest psx as well mr alex sylvester how you doing alex what's up what's up brand new background for you fans who have been paying Ooh. attention in the past couple of weeks yeah so uh got a couple of you these nothing but blade all i've seen from you is raven yeah, yeah, my my uh, my uh, my doppelganger, <laughs> my stunt double, my stand-in. Yeah, he's doing a good job. I like he's doing it. A good job. <laughs> I like it. Well, doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm excited for this show, and uh, we've just finished recording the latest PSX, uh, which was a lot of fun. So we're here. This episode of the latest PS5 is brought to you by our Patreon producers: George Rixie, Adam Batty, Martin Batterbury, Paulio, Doug Saylor, and Scott McCluskey. What did they do? They headed over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. They help support the show and now they get early access to all our shows every single week. They exclusively listen to our other PlayStation show, Latest PSX. We just recorded that episode for this week where we listed our top five games that we've played that we want remade for the PS5. They also get both of these videos, so videos for latest PS5 and the latest PSX. They get audio and videos, um, so they get to choose how they watch that. So head over to www.patreon.com forward slash latest PS5. Help support the show, and you get these and a hell of a lot more perks for you on that as well. So we've got that out of the way, Alex. The business is done. What are you playing? Business is done. Well, I've been playing a few games, but the one which has been keeping me up all night has been Resident Evil 7. I'm trying to get that game out of the way, obviously, before Resident Evil 8 comes out, and I did manage to play the demo um, So over the weekend, a few days ago, um, which was the, is it a castle? Yeah, um, yeah, there's a castle in village, yeah. the village. Yeah, yeah, so the village, and um, basically, play coming straight from Resident Evil 7 into Resident Evil 8 is like night and day. Resident Evil 8 runs so much smoother. Uh, the frame weight's obviously a lot better, the graphics are better. I mean, as you would expect, but it's it is literally just like playing a completely different game. Um, but yeah, um, all the usual jump scares, uh, even the, the fact that you're able now to go more into the wild, obviously you're a bit more restricted in uh, Resident Evil 7. Uh, when you do go off like the beaten track, you're pretty much brought by, um, uh, greeted with a, an invisible war. Uh, but Resident Evil 8 seems to be a bit more open, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely going to be uh, interested to see how that pans out. Um, especially when you go into the tall grass and you've got these demons just coming out of anywhere, man. It's, it's yeah, it's a bit crazy. So... And that's only the demo. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what the game's actually going to entail. So um, that's the game that I've managed to be, uh, that I've managed to complete. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So how about yourself? Um, Life is Strange 2. So I oh. finished episode three and I finished episode four. I've got one more episode to go and then I'm ready for Resident Evil. I did download the demo. I played the castle demo for about 10 minutes and then turned it off. I was like, and then I quickly loaded up the village <laughs> to see the graphics. Turned yeah, yeah. it off. I was like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready yeah, for eight. Sold. 
I was sold on Maiden, right? You know, so yeah, that demo. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was freaky, man. That was. I'm yeah. ready. I'm just waiting now. So yeah, yeah. I got one more episode to finish of Life is Strange, and then I'm all clean slate, ready for Resident Evil Eight. I can't wait. Sweet, 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 sweet. Definitely. But um, yeah, you know, I just. I don't know. It's like I just didn't want to invest in a big game, so that's why I was playing like the Life is Strange episode. I just didn't want to put myself mentally in a big, big, massive game before Resident Evil Eight. You know. Yeah, so, yeah. You're just killing the slate. You know what I mean? Have no. Yeah, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It's like eating a massive meal. You know, you got to take your time with these things. Well, <laughs> the review boys. scores have come out for it now. I think Metacritic was eighty-five for Resident wow. Evil Village. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of people, and and the main reason why some people were downscoring it is is they've downplayed the horror. A little bit from Resi 7 because they got feedback that many people thought Resident Evil 7 was too scary. What the hell are you on about? But <laughs> it's um, supposed to I be scary. The game in VR. I played the game in that's, VR and I was yeah, scared, but yeah, that's the yeah. whole idea, that's, you know. I still so, can't believe that you did that one. Seriously, man. I mean, but uh, they said there's a, they've obviously replaced some of that horror with more action. So uh, we'll see okay. how Village plays. I can't wait to play. Um, it's going to be really, really good. But so we get some like news. I was going to say, it sounds like it's going to be a lot more on the lines of um, Resident Evil 4, you know, which is more action Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but let's get um, to the I think one, it's, still yeah. going to have it, it's still going to have its scares to it and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. Um, move on to the news. There's uh, there's some substantial news um, oh, this week, it? which has been quite interesting. So I'm going to read it out to you. You know, instead, we usually do bullet points to reduce the reading. But yeah. I've, I've typed it out, but I want to read it so everyone gets all the information that they want. And this one's really interesting right off the bat. No one expected yep. it. So Sony has announced that it has partnered with chat service Discord to integrate the service into PlayStation consoles and experiences from early next year. Announced on the Sony Interactive Entertainment blog, this partnership is already being worked on so that your Discord social experiences can be connected to your PlayStation Network gaming experience. The target for this integration is early 2022 right now and the systems and services including friends communities and groups will be available on both consoles and mobile this partnership comes in the form of a minority investment from sony interactive entertainment as part of discord series h round the news comes just weeks i wouldn't even say weeks days Mm -hmm. after talks with microsoft over a possible acquisition ended and will mean major improvements come to social experience on playstation alex what say you Microsoft's going to buy Discord for ten billion. All of a sudden, Sony, as we talked about buying the cow and the milk, and that turned it and did it the other way. And now, would come to PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sony's just played the smart move, and it. I mean, they could have taken all the hassle of like acquiring the company, uh, but like, what's that going to do for them? Really, they may as well just leave the guys, leave the company intact. Uh, they can just focus on what they do, which is make it awesome games, awesome experiences, and it's actually become a great valued partner. Uh, with Discord, as well as how they are planning to develop and expand to the future. And the way they're looking to um, bring in Discord into their ecosystem sounds quite interesting. It's very interesting, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing how this um, this relationship is going to develop. And listeners, if you're not um, acquainted with Discord, it's a, a space where you can communicate with friends, um, people who develop the game and things like that. There's a lot of activities that can be created. To give you an example, let's say you're playing um, Returnal, okay? Yep. And Housemark decide, uh, we're going to do a community Discord where you can ask us questions um, mm-hmm. so that you can all be playing Returnal and you could be having conversations with Housemark who are doing a live Q&A on the PlayStation Network while yep. you're playing Returnal. 
you know, it's 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 going to be interesting how they incorporate it because it, it can easily be picture in picture. The PS5 can do that. Mm. Um, I think they're more likely to do that if it's a video Discord. Otherwise, I think it'll all be like audio in with the game without affecting the you know the audio of the game and things. So it should be really yeah. really interesting. But yeah, it yeah. opens up so many possibilities. So basically, what it means it does. is. Alex can't get away from me when I whoop his ass in Tekken 8 when it ever happens, right? Was that a fairy tale? Yeah, yeah, nobody believes in those. So things. we can do the latest PS5 Discord when I yeah. whoop your butt in front of everybody. You know what? Bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. Anytime, <laughs> anywhere. I Discord your ass. We'll see, man. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. But yeah, really, really interesting, especially as Microsoft were trying to pick them up as well. And there's something obviously broke down in those negotiations, which is... Good because it keeps the power with Discord, doesn't it? Which is yeah, great. yeah, definitely, definitely. And for uh, de- uh, indie developers as well, I mean, this is like a great platform just to open up and get instant feedback from um, gamers, so you know, so from fans. So it's a really good move, and I think Sony is they're definitely taking a left. Obviously, they saw what Microsoft was trying to do. You know, they're trying to make this massive online uh, cloud network, you know, of communication and games. And they thought, hang on, let's just slow it down a little bit. <laughs> we don't have to go, you know, we don't have to go all in just yet. But um, just having the features embedded uh, into the service, um, which it could easily handle, um, is definitely welcomed. And I just hope that other companies just do the same thing. Like Nintendo should be jumping on that as well. You know what I mean? It just makes sense. Right now, the Nintendo um, uh, commu- uh, chat platform is rubbish. I mean, you need like a phone you know, as well as your uh, your switch, you know, you can't actually just do voice chat, you know, directly through the game. So uh, if any company needs it, it's Nintendo. <laughs> Call this number now to help them out. <laughs> I mean, it's safe to say that Nintendo, if you, if you look at the context of time, they're very new to the online business in terms of gaming because they, they haven't been great at it. So yeah, it would have been a great partnership for them. Um, mm. Who knows? Maybe they'll watch to see how Sony do it, and then they do it themselves. They will. Uh, I'm sure they will. <laughs> see how they go. But we'll yeah. move on to number two, and this is this is getting the industry really, really happy because so much news is coming out of it, and that is that Epic and Apple are in court with each other, fighting over oh, royalties again. of money. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Who loves that? But the amount of information, financial information, and background information that we don't know about between Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, Epic, Apple, Google, everybody is coming to light, which is great for us. Um, So this is another one I want to read for you. Uh, So it's not bullet points. So I get everything. Um, So number two, we have gained insight into the marketing machine thanks to court documents released by Epic Games in their ongoing battle with Apple. So this is um, information on how strict Sony were about crossplay. The email exchange in question comes from 2018, where Epic and Sony were planning and figuring out the intricacies of cross-play for Fortnite, biggest game in the world. <laughs> you, you know, you'd, surely you'd want it, but Sony were like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Epic Games then pitched a cross-play announcement to Sony, where Epic would go out of its way to make Sony look like heroes, presumably because Sony was opposed to cross-play prior to this, which is what we all knew. Sony didn't mm-hmm. want to do cross-play. In exchange for granting crossplay, Sony would also get a collection of data and marketing data they were asking for. Epic Mm -hmm. also offered to brand its E3 content with PlayStation. Epic also offered Sony the opportunity to gain exclusivity for a VR game at the launch of PSVR 2. There were also some offers when it comes to PlayStation Plus and the Unreal Engine 4. Mm. Now, of course, we don't know if any of these propositions actually made it 
to the final mm. deal between the two parties. But Sony and Epic do have a very close relationship. Sony was also heavily praised by Epic when Fortnite's crossplay launched. And then furthermore on a court case, Tim Sweeney, CEO of Epic Games, mm-hmm. has confirmed in the ongoing court case that Sony is the only company to require Epic to pay compensation for crossplay. Epic had to agree to pay these fees to enable crossplay in Fortnite. This also seems to confirm that this structure is still in place at Sony and likely with other companies uh, alongside Epic Games, so Activision, everyone. Now you're thinking, why, why would you do that? But you've got to understand that it came out that 49.8% of all Fortnite revenue comes from PS4 wow. or PlayStation. That's insane, you know, to think how crazy. big Fortnite is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's an insane game. Because I thought PC would be like the biggest market, but it just shows like how big console, specifically PlayStation, is. Specifically you know, PlayStation. Massive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely mm. huge. Uh, and when you think about it, I mean, it's the most popular console out there, the PlayStation 4, especially. So um, I'm listening. We have... <laughs> you just disappeared. I don't know where I'll take over for a little bit. But uh, as you can see, um, you start talking about Epic and then sort of disappears. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Epic I was mad. The heater was on <laughs> in the background and it was getting oh, was too it? hot in the room. But yeah, I mean, think about it. Sony having the most popular console, you know, 114 million plus. You know, it makes sense that the majority Why do you keep shortchanging your PS4, bro? Why do you keep shortchanging That's the real figures. 115.9 million. 115.9. You keep knocking two million off. So they're about those points. You're trying to get the Switch closer to it. It's 115.9. Oh, the, the, the Switch is plain sailing, man. I mean, it's it's like going to the moon right now, man. So that's they're, they're happy. But yeah, um, Sony is just basically just... it's. It's very good that Sony is uh, is doing this, and I guess obviously from the whole app, Apple and Epic um, fiasco, everybody's starting to realize that yeah, this big massive monolith of a company uh, can actually bleed, you know, and uh, and they're pulling out a lot of data, a lot of information, a lot of money is being transacted left, right, and center. And once you st- start looking at the figures, you start to realize that yeah, they have not been compensated fairly in certain cases. So. It's just making people realize that, yeah, when you are creating a game, especially going cross-platform, make sure that you're aware of uh, the distribution. You know what I mean? What, How much uh, other players are actually on what console, what platform, uh, and make sure that you get in your adequate fee for it. You know, so this is a lesson for all developers uh, when creating uh, mass multiplayer games um, from now to the future. You know what I mean? So they've set precedent. So it's good that they've done it. It really is good. I mean, right now, Epic is just laughing, aren't they? I mean, they're they're getting money out of their ass right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? They just they can't stop Imagine. getting the money. So um, <laughs> that's how much yeah, money he's you. sneezing. That's how much money. Um, <laughs> but to give you an idea about money, that's a nice transition there. So what's yeah. also come out, and that only came out today, is how much profit these publishers have made. So I'm going to read these out for you. Uh, Epic, one point zero eight billion in pure profit. EA, 1.2 billion in profit. Mm. Activision Blizzard, 1.6 billion in profit. Microsoft, again, they never give proper numbers. 1.6-2.3 billion range. Uh, you know. Right. <laughs> they don't want to give numbers out. They don't want to give numbers out, right? Nintendo. Numbers. Yeah. Nintendo, 2.3 billion in profit. Yep, Netflix, yep. Uh, 2.4 billion in profit. Google, 3.2 billion in profit. Sony, 4.1 billion in profit. Apple, 5.2 billion in profit. And number one, as expected, 
Tencent 6.3 billion Ooh. in profit. So, yeah, a I'll mega company. I tell you something, like that's crazy profit for Sony. $4.1 billion in profit going in, you know, buy, go and buy Metal Gear, goddammit. Go and buy Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, oh. it just shows that they're, they're, not, they're not really short for cash by any means. So that should hopefully mean that uh, in the coming future, we should see some really interesting products. Hopefully they start to invest uh, into some R&D. Obviously, you know, we've got the PSVR 2 and what's that? Um, lands, I'm sure it's just going to be like uh, Ready Player One or Ready Player Two or Ready Player for real, you know. So, um, and I'm just really I'm, I'm looking forward to it. But what's very interesting though was, um, I guess not a surprise, but Tencent. What yeah, I mean, we got to remember they own like 40% of Epic as well. So, Epic money come to Tencent and they got yeah. it's the Chinese online market, man. They have so much money, so much from like, China. yeah, yeah, it's crazy, yeah, yeah. And what about NetEase? Who are NetEase? I don't know about these guys. Netties are the same. They uh League of Legends and things like that as well. They've got shares in multiple companies. Mm-hmm. I got hiccups from this Iron Brew, uh, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, they've got their, their shares in like major companies that do online games in the Chinese market as well. Okay, um, massive, massive, nice, nice, um, nice, massive. Market, there. But obviously, as this court case goes on, it's just leaking news for us, which is great. So we'll bring more news to you next week if more things leak, which most guaranteed. Yeah, but it's just crazy, but I'm sure they didn't want any of these figures to be leaked out to the public. You know, I don't think any like company did. But yeah, I mean, out, this right? is brutal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, mm. go to the detail. And Microsoft, I love the range. <laughs> it's pretty, even in a leak, even a leak, you can't even get an accurate figure. You know what I mean? This is brilliant. Listen, listen. It's Microsoft's gaming division is. Yeah. I think it was a really good. Next week we'll do one on Microsoft because we're hearing a lot of things in the industry now that not everything is rosy. Everything we spoke about about trying to manage so many studios is not coming mm-hmm. across rosy. You know, mm-hmm. senior directors leaving and people getting fed up with projects and leaving and no like leadership from the top, which is what I says was going to happen anyway, which everybody yeah. could have guessed because it's just too big for them. So we'll go into yeah. that on the latest PSX next week cool. uh, where we'll spe- specifically talk about Microsoft's current situation compared to Sony. Because it's crazy mm-hmm. how we went from one week everybody was like, fire Jim Ryan, to the next week where everyone was like, he's got a halo around his head. He's got a halo, <laughs> you know what I mean? All it, took, all it took was Returnal and a state of play to change that, like, you know, that, there you go. that messaging. Crazy. As long as we're in headlines, as long as we're in headlines and trending, that's what they care about, (laughs) you know. So, and um, this is gonna, you know, cause Microsoft gamers um, who are diehard fanatics to get pissed Mm -hmm. off. And this is number three. Sony Interactive Entertainment has reportedly filed a trademark. Not reportedly, they have now filed a trademark Mm -hmm. for Sunset Overdrive, the Insomniac Games developed title that originally released only for the Xbox One and then PC. Sunset Overdrive's director, Drew Murray, also rejoined Insomniac Games earlier this year. Yeah. Alex, this is a piss take, because Sony own Insomniac, so they obviously mm-hmm. they have the rights to the IP, which is Sunset Overdrive. Ah, yeah. What a piss take <laughs> that would be if Sony were like, yeah, we're going to redo. So the rumor is uh, Sunset Overdrive refreshed edition, uh, which mm-hmm. is basically you know a PS5 version and a PS4 version of Sunset Overdrive. Can yep. you imagine that? 
an Xbox exclusive. You know, it's gone in reverse this time, but it's like a bit of a piss take um, from Sony, aren't they? They're like, yeah, it you is. do that. We'll just take Sunset from you. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. But at the end of the day, regardless of loyalty, these companies are all about money, you know? So money, money, they've got money, a money. massive, massive market on the Sony side. So it only makes sense for them to just say, okay, Microsoft, yeah, hopefully in another life <laughs> when you guys are actually on top, maybe, you know, things will play out differently. But right now, it makes sense. Bring it over to Sony create sunset overdrive whatever edition or however many editions you want and if anything they can easily license it out to xbox kind of like how they did with mlb the show <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. so they Definitely. could they could do that um just for the fans because even though i mean there is obviously it's always about competition but these companies seem to be uh kind of hand in hand in a lot of ways so um yeah we'll see you never know you never know sony might actually just hand out an olive branch and say hey come on let's get some cross play on no, I don't well, if they happen. want money for crossplay, they're not going to give this game away. I tell yeah. you that. For they're, gonna be like, they're probably still pissed about the game pass on MLB the show deal with it. Oh my gosh, so yeah, yeah. But... That's probably why they redid the trademark for Sunset. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, yeah. It's like bloody bad. You know what I mean? Anyway. Because what people so don't realize show. is Sunset Overdrive has a, like a cult like following with Xbox fanboys. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens on there. But. Mm-hmm. Love and behold, we'll see what happens. We'll move on to number four. Number Activision four. has finally confirmed previous rumors that Sledgehammer Games is working on this year's Call of Duty franchise. Yeah. And what they said, and this is really interesting. Um, this is a quote from Activision. This mm-hmm. is a built, this is built for this is a build for next generation experience with stunning visuals across campaign, multiplayer, and cooperative modes of play designed to both integrate and enhance the existing COD ecosystem. That's AKA Warzone. Mm-hmm. We look forward to sharing more details with the community soon. That will be probably at Sony's June event when they announce it. Um, but it's good to see that, yes, yeah, Sledgehammer Games is doing it. But I like the fact that they're saying that this is made specifically with next-gen consoles in mind. Oh, man, uh, Call of Duty Cold War looked real. Any like looks so good anyway. It I can't really even good. imagine what this game is going to look like. It's going to look insane. It is, it is, and especially what Call of Duty was uh, was cross-platform, wasn't it? It was cross-generational, so if they are going to go out on a limb and actually just dedicate... Well, then again, would they really do that, though? I mean, they're saying that, yeah, it's it's got next-gen or current-gen focus in mind, but oh, the market's too massive. Both. It will be both. So it's there's going to be, be, yeah, okay. Be yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's always good, you know what I mean? Cards, I mean, it's, it comes around every year, like Christmas, you know, before Christmas, so uh, it's obviously going to have a lot of... Um, Die-hard fans, um, really happy. But I'm really what interested to see. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War is the best-selling game continuously over the last 12 months, and it hasn't even really? been out for the 12. Um, wow. <laughs> if you think that uh, Warzone has over mm-hmm. 100 million registered players, that's ridiculous. You know, it's massive. Warzone million? Is, it's as big as wow. Fortnite, dude. It's huge. It's absolutely wow, huge. That's impressive. Not 100 concurrent players, but it's... Yeah, but still. Players is massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, really good. I mean, that's, that's really a lifestyle for some people, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 really good, and that's not going anywhere anytime soon either, is it? So, um, I just can't Definitely. wait for uh, Sony to announce the PSVR version of Call of Duty, which oh, I'm mate. sure will be coming out soon. Could you imagine that? We're gonna be bankrupt. We're gonna be bankrupt. <laughs> uh, number five, and this is uh, another interesting one from last week that uh, mm-hmm. has got an update. So, a new report on Games Reactor have has claimed that the Last of Us remake for PS5 will take full advantage of the console's technical prowess, stressing that it is more than just a simple upgrade like the Last of Us remastered was. 
In addition, we can also expect improvements to the game that was seen in The Last of Us Part 2 engine. Simply put, we won't be seeing a simple resolution and performance upgrade. This will be a full-blown remake. Interesting. Now, the rumor is that uh, Naughty Dog's new IP... So, apparently, they've got Last of Us Factions working, like mm-hmm. developed, being developed. There's a new IP in pre-production, but because there's so many pe- people hired by pre-production... Yeah. Wait, let me restart. So, there's so many people at Naughty Dog, right, that you don't need them all to work on a pre-production of a game. You only need a small team to do that, which is what the small team is doing. You have some people working on The Last of Us 2 multiplayer mode, which is Factions. Mm-hmm. And then Sony Bend started working on um, a last of us remake they didn't want to finish they didn't want to do it so naughty dog are doing it now um so it'll be interesting to see you know what this game looks like and obviously you're going to do it last of us is in the threshold it's in everyone's mind share you got the hbo series coming business makes sense to do a remake of the game for people who never played the original mm. um which on ps3 doesn't play great now so in terms of the controls if you're yeah. playing it on a ps3 so yeah. make the full-blown remake but yeah, i mean there were some... if they do do the remake and it looks absolutely stunning you're gonna play it again that's really hard i mean when i was playing through the remastered version there were some seriously hardcore glitches i mean people walking through walls or just glitching spazzing out you know not as bad as um the likes of cyberpunk but you know <laughs> it wasn't too far <laughs> off um but yeah uh, would i play it again Yes, I would play it again. Would I play it throughout the whole game? Probably not. But if they did say there was going to be some new footage in there or uh, they probably uh, incorporated um, the ones left behind, um, you know, and incorporate it into the story, then I probably would because I did really enjoy that game. You know, I didn't really think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. So you never know. You know, I, I might I might just dive back into it and just give another review for it. How about yourself? Uh, I probably would. I'd want to play it again. Uh, but I do... I want to play. I would play it again. Um, I'm yeah. waiting to play Last of Us Part Two again, but I'm waiting to see if there's a PS5 patch for it or anything at the moment. But yeah, you know, when you've, it's, it's just depending on how good is it, you know. Um, oh, does that mean that there's not going to be a, um, the Last of Us Part Two released this year? Then, <laughs> you know, if they're talking about Sony doing might a go remake, crazy. They might, hmm, I don't think the remake comes this year. I think there's a Last of Us Two think. PS5 version this you year, and the remake. Yeah. Would the tv show is set to come out you know mm-hmm. uh they'll tie it to that hbo series so we'll see what happens we'll on see. that front um, we'll see. number six alex we spoke about this a few weeks ago jade raymond's haven studio which she mm-hmm. opened earlier this year um and announced as a playstation partner has hired six new staff members all of which have been picked up from the struggling google stadia platform alex mm-hmm. it's not looking good mate everybody's jumping shit from google stadia oh, no. like it's a shame. It's the a budgets shame. have been reduced. It's been put on the back burner. Yeah. They, they, they're going to drop it. They're not going to keep it for long, man. You can tell this is going to happen. It's going to happen by the <sighs> some point in 2022. It's going to be gone. You know. I hope. I really do hope. I really do hope that even though a lot of people are jumping ship, um, they're not. There's not. They haven't really been public about the restructuring or the reorganization that they're actually doing internally. Mm. So, um, I'm hoping that they're actually going to go ahead with it because I think it's a brilliant service. Uh, definitely one that the likes of Microsoft and Sony could learn a lot from because the quality of the stream on Stadia is the best out there in terms of uh, console game experience. Um, so, yeah, definitely. I hope that they just keep it going. 
you know, especially for indie developers, you know, those who can't uh, get the license for Sony or the Microsofts, uh, hopefully uh, Google will be a bit more generous and uh, give them a platform to, you know, showcase their content because they've got a, the, the, the potential, the massive potential is massive. I mean, the uh, the bar of entry is very low because all you're doing is buying a controller and a, and a streaming device, or if you've got a computer already uh, running Chrome, uh, you could instantly just jump in. You know what I mean? And it's like at eight or nine dollars a month. It's not too much of a stretch. You don't have to buy a console. All you do, you just pick up your games and they have a load of free games available for you to just download Resident Evil 7 being one of them, you know. So uh, I do hope that they um, they are just restructuring it and turning it into uh, less of a development studio and just more uh, just a platform. You know, just a platform, a nice cloud platform. So, um, yeah, man, fingers crossed they stick together, man. It'll be good. They need it. They need it. They need, like, Sony and Microsoft need Stadia to be there because they need something to compete against when they do eventually go into the, the cloud wars, as we will call them. Well, hopefully, <laughs> um, with these six new people, uh, Haven Studios, when you click the link, it doesn't just go to a text document anymore. Hopefully, they <laughs> oh, actually it? get something going on there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's see. Right <laughs> yeah, let's see. But we'll move let's on, see. Alex. Uh, so we've got the sale update. Obviously, this is a segment Woo! where we tell you sale on the PlayStation Network, so yeah. you can go and have a look for yourself and you may pick up a secret gem, you know, a sleeping mm. giant that you might get onto your next game. So... The Golden Week sale, uh, which started last week, um, it continues where you can save up to 80% on games. Highlights include uh, The Dark Pictures, Little Hope, Persona 5 Royal, Tekken 7, and various Dragon Ball Z games. There's loads on there. There's absolutely yeah. loads, including your King of Fighters. I think it's oh, 14 yes. or 15. That's nice. on there as well. So yeah, yeah, 59 dude. Yeah, um, I'm buying it. Getting it. Uh, there's also the games under £20 promotion. Highlights include Star Wars Squadrons, Dying Light, Gran Turismo 7, and Jurassic World Evolution, a deluxe edition. Nice. Also, nice. PlayStation Plus May games are now available. Wreckfest, the PS5 version, is available. Stranded Deep and Battlefield 5. I've downloaded and installed Wreckfest, played it for five minutes, and then I deleted Wreckfest off my PlayStation 5. <laughs> it's not worth the space. I just finished Dirt 5 a few weeks ago and got the platinum. Right. They don't care. They do not compare in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> so, yeah, head over to the PlayStation Store listeners. Make sure you get your PlayStation Plus games. Add them to your library so you own them forever while your PlayStation Plus subscription is active. Mm-hmm. That's hey, Alex. Somebody get got some water. <laughs> Harry from New York. Right How do latest PS5 crew? Great hit every week. Thoughts on the PG5 sneakers from Sony? And if you could choose any game for sneakers, which would it be? Shout out to Team X. X1 Extreme on Warzone. X1 okay. Extreme. X1 Extreme. X1 Stream. That makes no sense, bro. It what kind of it. name is that? Or maybe it's like <laughs> X exclamation mark street. I don't know if that actually oh, makes sense. But anyway. Um, Extreme, yeah, whoever it is on Warzone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, have you seen the PG5? Uh, I did, like, I did. I saw them. I saw them. Um, the trainers look, I think they look pretty slick. I mean, like I said, as far as, um, you know, games uh, console manufacturers go in terms of you know creating sneakers or any type of apparel and um, they look pretty good you know like your average mm. not your average sports shoe but the fact that it's got the ps5 insignia pretty much all over it um looks pretty impressive it will definitely be worth buying a pair because you can see those that value shooting up in time but um for you sneaker collectors out there oh, they'll be the value on that would be crazy right off the bat won't it like yeah, people yeah could... yeah Kick, the, the kicks are massive over there. The people who are like, yeah, we want the trainers. Yeah. We want to buy yeah, them yeah. now. The collectors, everything like that. It's, it's um, a good collab. 
Definitely. It's the first, he it's the first a of a company to do so. <laughs> you know, so it's and he asks if you could have any game for sneakers, which would it be? Mm, so, so if Nike were going to make you um, a pair of no, trainers for a game, what would it yeah, be? Yeah, I would probably go for um, oh, probably Snake me, Eater. Oh, Nike solid Snake Eaters. You know what I mean? They call them the Snake, the Nike Snakes or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> or Snake Eater. I don't know. Nice, um, nice. With a little camo look, maybe. But um, yeah, man, that, that, that's what I think. I'd go you? for uh, Japanese style graffiti Pez. I want Pro Evolution. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I want it like Japanese style artwork, but it would oh, look yeah. fucking amazing. You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, 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 I'm just watching the endorsement and then put it through, get it. I might do that, nice. you know. I might just get a, pl- a plain pair of like Air Jordans or something and I just get someone to pez them up for me, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, that, that could be a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, you know, the officious LPS5 trainers. <laughs> you had it Great here question, first. Harry. And uh, yes, apologies Harry. for botching your Warzone team. Team X1 Dream. I think it's X1 one extreme, three. right? But it's one just the extreme. way they wrote it, right? One extreme. Okay, cool. So I was staying on stateside. Dallas from San Francisco wrote in. Thanks for reading my mm. question. If you do, no problem, Dallas. Um, every gen, <laughs> we say this is the first real next-gen game. What is a next-gen game for you on PS5? It's a really good <laughs> question because we do say that every time we're general. This is what next-gen is about. How far can we actually go? You know, yeah. that's the thing. Um I can think, I just say? Can I just say that Dallas from San Francisco? Just, I mean, that's just like a head fucking minute, really, isn't it? The, the city of Dallas and the city of San Francisco. I mean, come dude, on. can you imagine if Dallas was from Texas? <laughs> yeah, that'd be brilliant. Yes, I mean, obvious, <laughs> obvious. But Dallas ain't from Texas. She's from San Francisco. But anyway, um, uh, what was the question? Um, so he asks: um, Every generation, we say this is the first real next gen game. What is the next gen for you on PS5? So. You know, when um, PS3 came out and we played Motorstorm, we were like, this is next gen, this is next gen. Yeah, yeah. When, um, you know, SSX and Uncharted and these sort of games came out, when Demon's Souls and uh, Astral Playroom and that came out, we were like, this is what next gen is about. What is next gen for you on PS5? Like, for me, from what I've seen, If you think about the way Sony, if you if you remember Sony's um, Mark Cerny's uh, presentation, he talked about the SSD and mm-hmm. sound, and the, you know, the controller and things like that. That is next generation. That's how they've marketed next generation to me. And I yeah. think the only real game that is showcasing that SSD that it cannot be done on anything else is Ratchet, because yeah, the visual fidelity of that. And the speed in which he's going in through the portals and the load to a whole nother world in like a second is just, and it's not even a cutscene, you're playing into the, the new world, right? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. For me, it's next generation. Like, we're always going to get graphics and things like that, but it's, I can't, I feel like if that was on Xbox Series X, there would be like a, there would be stutters in that switch between the world. Because mm. yes, it's running SSD, but it's not running at the speed of the PS5. So yeah. I think you'd have that three or four second like frame rate stutter as it quickly yeah. brings in the world. Quick, you know. And yeah. I think it would still look beautiful on Series X, but I just think it can't run at that fidelity that you're seeing on PS5. And on PC, that would cost you like two grand worth of like <laughs> probably and SSD yeah. 
to get yeah. that speed running, you know, it's absolutely ridiculous. So I think next gen for me is definitely down to like what is the SSD doing more than anything because mm. that is the mm. revolution this generation is SSD without a doubt. What about you? Yeah, I think um, that's a very good question. And I think because Ratchet and Clank is the only game that's really been presented to us as being the next gen slash current gen title, mm. um, that's what I probably have to say. Even Returnal, even though Returnal is um, obviously it's PS5 technically well. it's PS5 only, um, it looks great. It looks great. But the only little problem that I have with it is the save feature. It's like, you know what but I mean? That's I don't, what makes I don't know. it so hard. They said no, well, no, no. It's just like I don't know what it is. There it is just a feels trick. like it was rushed. <laughs> no, no, no. There is a trick to it. So is it's there? roguelike. So if you die, you lose everything, right? Mm. And you only get it back if you find your corpse. Um, oh, okay. But that was that, that was that was the style of the game. They said that it's supposed to be like that. That's how the roguelike game is supposed to be. Yeah. But gamers have found out that if you just put your PlayStation into rest mode, Returnal stops. And it's where you yeah. left it. <laughs> but like yeah. everybody's been screaming for like an auto save feature. And then, but the, how much the game will become too easy for you. You okay. know, the whole idea is about you sweating and like, you know, but, oh my God. And that's what house smart games have always been like. Like if you die in a house smart game, you're going back to the beginning. It's not just return on every game. Yeah. It's supposed to be brick. You're supposed to be able to nail that perfect playthrough. And the results that they want, I've seen on social media that. The jubilation of people when they finish a boss in yeah. house marking absolutely really? crazy, man. I'm just like, whoa, whoa. Mm, you okay, know, they love okay. it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah I definitely I, I mean, yeah, SSD, like it's got like Demon Souls visually the best video game visuals I've ever seen. But Ratchet impresses me more because of the SSD and the yeah. speed of the, the, the world's changing and, stuff. and the animation I can't yes. get over. Mm. I just can't get over how beautiful Ratchet looks, though, man. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like it really is. I mean, I was looking at well, watching a couple of developers talking about the backgrounds. They went really deep into how layered the backgrounds are, and obviously, there's some wizardry going on um, right there. I mean, it's it's not all running, you know what I mean, at 4K, or whatever. But the way that they've managed to make everything work seamlessly together to create that illusion is beautiful you know what i mean and i guess that's just like a testament to um, the way games can be created and hopefully we should start to see a lot more of this um as time goes on because this is this this, this is a tempo that this is this is the benchmark for everybody to try and um, achieve so definitely um, everybody's like i was looking on twitter all like mm. developers of other companies uh, former developers, ex-developers, competing developers, all saying that the bar's been raised after that ratchet state of play because mm -hmm. they saw the wizardry. And this is one of the first few games as well where when Mark Cerny talked about uh, funneling and hiding loading screens in worlds and stuff like that, you know, how they talked about how you can hide loading. Yeah, yeah. None of that is in ratchet. That's what I think got the developers going crazy is because you didn't see the conform of him going into an elevator you didn't mm -hmm. see him sneaking through. Everything was just open. There was a scene where, right at the beginning, where he he looks, but then he jumps down and hovers to a platform. But mm -hmm. when he looked right, there was a whole other section of city there that he could have just gone to. So it's so really? much more open. It's yeah, got its yeah. linear bit, but like it looked like the closest thing in a video game to the fifth element. You know, yeah, everything yeah. flying around. And stuff. I was like, yes, imagine a fifth element game. <laughs> but imagine, still, you can imagine. That, you know, 
I can't wait. So yeah, Dallas. Yeah, I think really good. Alex is definitely SSD. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. All right, listeners, if you want to get your letters in, you can. You can tweet or DM us at latestps5 on Twitter, or you can email thelatestps5 at gmail.com. Or if you're a Patreon producer, you can just message us on Patreon and we'll get your questions there. Again, remember, if you are a Patreon producer and you're helping support the show, thank you very much. And your questions do take priority. But Alex, we're going to end the show with word association. Have you got eight words for me to just destroy things? Yeah, yeah, I've got eight words for you to uh, to to test your noggin. Uh, and basically, what this game is, it's just word association. You've got to say the first thing that comes to your mind. you got about 10 seconds. Um, and yeah, it's just a bit of fun. <laughs> it's going to be interesting All to see right. what you say about some of these things. So anyway, so number one, web sling. Web sling? Yeah, web sling. Fluidity. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's funny about web sling, actually, you know, um, when playing... Uh, Is it what Spider-Man's web sling? Yeah, Spider-Man web sling. I mean, oh, okay. how, I thought, what web slings do you know? <laughs> but, um, I don't know, no. man. I thought, Is he talking about operating system no, or something? No. I don't know what no. the fuck he's on about, so I just went fluidity. <laughs> that would be a very good name. Fluidity and web sling would be really good names for an operating system. I was playing that Ratchet and Clank, and there's a part where, you know, he's got his grappling hook, you know, and yeah. he's swinging from platform to platform. And I thought, was that the point where they just realised, hang on, we could do Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Because it looks so similar. It looks so similar. It's like, why did it make it so graceful? But anyway. But dude, but dude, how cool is the weapons in Ratchet and Clank, though, man? They're yeah, so they're funny, aren't they? Yeah, load. Yeah, yeah, they, they go nuts. Um, okay, PS5 trainers. Sex. <laughs> sex on your feet, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Not sexy, yeah, just yeah. sex. When you sex. think about it. Sex. <laughs> All right. Uh, ten cent. Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah. They have a Definitely monopoly the on, the, on the, the bowler hat. The, uh, the monocle. Yeah, 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 they're killing it. Um, PSVR free. I can't even comprehend. <laughs> I can't even comprehend it. Like, you know, I can't even comprehend about PSVR 2, let alone 3. Um, all right, Discord. Opportunity. Mm. Um, and finally, David Hater. Soundtrack to my youth. Nice, nice. He was I'm indeed. Sure I think it was a soundtrack it. to all of our youths. You know was, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Especially with amazing. Like this. That's not a good impression of it, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners, uh, thank That's... you very much for listening to episode 48 of the latest PS5. Again, we have two shows every week, the latest PS5 and the latest PSX. The latest PSX is our Patreon exclusive show. You can help support this show and keep the lights running by supporting the latest PS5 via Patreon, which gets you access to audio and video versions of this podcast. Alex, Yo. with that being said, final word is for you this week. I final think. word. Well, you can have it anyway. I'll have it anyway. Let's go. All right, then. So final word for this week uh, will be a few words. E3, the road to coming soon. Down, down, down. <laughs> oh, and listeners, don't. Oh, oh wait, I was going to say, no, no, no. you can have, your okay. final, you, you can can have we, the final can word in a second. Um, you can have it in a second. Uh, yeah, I forgot yeah. to mention to listeners. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, keep, keep, keep an eye out next week, guys. <laughs>
<laughs> it well, is next I mean, week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So listeners are aware. Uh, Well, they should be aware on Twitter. So next week we will Mm -hmm. be hosting a special episode as we've done in the past, but this will be with Team Kill Media, the developers of Quantum Error. Bam. Ah. That's going to be episode 50. We're going to squeeze a 49 somewhere quickly this week. It'll be probably (laughs) an episode of the latest PSX, just so that interview can be episode 50 of uh, the latest PS5, right? Yeah. 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 It's going to be great, but if you do have questions, um, they are open. So uh, just DM them, direct message us on Twitter if you have any questions for the developers. And obviously, we will send them all to Team Kill Media, who will collate and pick a few um, to add to the end of the show. But next week, episode 50 will be our special interview with the developers of Quantum Error. Nice. Just team kill media. I'm so excited, man. I'm, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're lot all going to be like, can we hurry up? Because we want to play Resident Evil. Because we're all playing horror games. <laughs> yeah, come on. Can't wait. <laughs> All right, guys. Excellent. So uh, we'll go back. Final word was with you. What was it? Uh, E3 Road 2, but I want to say Quantum Era. Crash, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. What the heck? <laughs> I, I just remember you talking about the, the real 3D platform. It was Crash Bandicoot. Oh, no, no, no. Obviously, you got some wax in your ears. That's not what I was saying at all. <laughs> all right. Good night, listeners. All right. Good night. <laughs>